you know that budgeting is important, but you don't know how to do it. So in this video, we're going to go through step by step how to actually budget. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. I good? Okay. Yeah, good. I'll come in. All right. Hey guys, welcome back to Fix Your 20s. I am Joe. And I am Kennedy. <laughs> this is Fix Your 20s. It's the... Oh, sorry. That's okay. And this is Fix Your 20s. We do help you take control of your adulthood. Okay, we're not really saying that anymore. Okay, no problem. Okay. Cool. No, I'm right wrong. Five. Yeah, do five things. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So we want to start with the five things that we do for our budgeting that helped us really systemize it and make it easy to follow. I said make it easy. That doesn't make any sense. Why don't we say something about, like, this is what you're missing out on? Oh, that's true. Okay. Like, because yeah. we want to, like, drive home. Make the life. benefit, yeah. Yeah. If you guys can properly budget, the cool thing is you can know exactly what you're saving, and you can plan for how much you're going to have to save at the end of the year, so you can look at your financial goals like a house, a car, college, all that stuff. No? What's the point? Is the saving, right? That's the point of the budget? No, I know, but I thought it was going to be, like... These are the five things that you guys have not heard about before that we are going to provide in our... Oh, you want like... Okay. Okay. I got you. Our cat is... Okay. Maybe should I say something because you guys, you've spoken a lot? Yeah, I love that. Okay. We decided to create a spreadsheet that's going to be free for you guys to download and you guys can use this throughout the year and budget monthly depending on what your needs are. We're going to give you the five free tips that helped us save. I don't know. Yeah. All right, here we go. We're going to give you the five free tips that helped us not only save money, but really systemize our finances so budgeting is not a headache anymore. Yeah, I think the, like at the like, stay tuned for the end of like this video, and yeah, we'll yeah. go through exactly how to use our easy sheet. Our thing, yeah, we'll call it. Yeah, we should, we should go with the name for the, the whatever, like the budget sheet or. What should I say? The begin the budget budget for beginners sheet. Or okay. Yeah. Stay tuned for the end of this video, and we will go through step by step, all. Step by step. Yeah, you got it. I don't know what to say, like, through our... No, just like, um, say in this video, we'll walk you through our budget for beginner spreadsheet, step by step. Stay tuned for this end of this video. When you give me something to say, I can't say it. That's fine. I thought I was just trying to help. Stay tuned for the end of this video, where we're going to walk you through step by step through our free worksheet on Excel, where you're going to be able to go through monthly... Budgeting. All right. That's what we'll start off. And I think let's not be afraid to have a good discussion on each of these points. Yeah. Because it's probably going to be pretty quick if we go too quick. Yes. Okay. Start documenting. All right. So it's going to be, you want me to do this or do you want me to do it? Or you do it? Um, I'll start off. So you've got a lot of expenses and not a lot of savings. First thing you want to do is start documenting. 
Now, it can be extremely difficult to keep track. And I know that you think that you're keeping it track in your own mind and you, you think you know what you're spending your money on, but you really don't until you put it down. What you're going to want to do is start documenting all of your expenses for the whole month. And you're going to want to include everything that you pay for. Now, when we started doing this, we added everything possible. And there was a lot more than I thought that we were paying yeah, for. Yeah, Hulu, Netflix. Like, you don't think about those things, but they yeah. add up. It's five bucks, ten bucks. Like. Yeah, anything that is a yearly subscription, all of the subscriptions that you're paying for really add up. And you forget about paying for them because it probably just takes out of your savings account. Yeah, you have one... You have your one checking account, and that's what you use to pay for your food. That's what you use to go out, and it's also what you use to save for your, you know, your house. So, like, what do you – you don't know what's going on and where it goes. Yeah. And I think the best way to hold accountable of your finances and really what you've got spending is to really document and put down on paper what you've got going on. Yeah. It's like your helper. Like, it isn't – like, you write that down. It doesn't go anywhere. If you, like, document it, and then when you come back, it says – no, you're 40 bucks over budget. You can't spend. And like, you, you, there's no lying. It's just right there for you. Mm. Um, oh, I have like one more thing. I'm trying to think. Okay. We didn't talk about anything. I don't know. Maybe not. I just thought. I just don't want to go too quick. All right, I have those. I have those. And the thing is, we learned once we started documenting how bad our situation really was. We thought we were like, fine, you know, oh, we're out of debt. Now we can, re you can't relax. Like, it is, this is something you should always do. And we, again, we didn't understand the gravity until we wrote it down. So definitely recommend start documenting immediately. Yeah. All right. Number two, understanding, fix versus, all right, I'll do this one. The second thing is fixed and flexible expenses. So what's, what's the difference and, you know, why does it matter if you're budgeting? So... A lot of people out there that do budgeting, they kind of just say, do your monthly, you know, sit down for your, your budget and look at your expenses. But there's two different types. They're not the same. So fixed expenses are like rent, your mortgage, maybe a car payment where it's the same every month. You can rely on that. It might be electricity. And those aren't going to change. You don't have control over that. You can try to get a better deal, but I mean, it's always going to be the same number. Then you've got flexible expenses. These are things that you have a lot of control over. This is like eating out. You know, going to Chick-fil-A, even, even though you shouldn't. Um, and those things that we have control to spend. Miscellaneous, if you have to buy something last minute you didn't think about. And these are the things that you can use to shorten your budget. So your fixed expenses are always going to be there. You're always going to be spending some kind of money. But your flexible ones, because you have control over it, that's where you can put discipline. Mm. And I'll add something else. I just want to break. Yeah, I can, I can add something. I just yeah. don't want to add because... I think, well, you can, look at, you can talk about the importance of, like, why, like... It's almost like you're, for me, I don't have, I don't care about the fix. Like once I write them down, I don't like really, I don't look at them on a weekly basis. It's not going to change. I don't really care. But like flexible, like that's like the ones we look at. Focus on. Yeah. Cause we're like, I cannot do that. Like that, yeah. those are, it's like your, that's like your only way out of like cutting your expenses. I'll kind of like add things to it and then you can add it again. Yeah. Okay. The flexible expenses are really what you want to focus on during these the flexible savings is really... <laughs> it's okay. The flexible... Ex... I move... That's part of the... You can't... I don't want to be still. I, I want to like move around. Okay. Yeah, move around. Make the video better. <laughs> don't... This is... Don't do that. I'm making it better. Oh, I want to be a statue. I don't want to be a statue. <laughs> I see we're here. Flexible expenses. We okay. have to be... We, we got to like move around a little bit. 
the flexible expenses are really what you want to focus on because that's what you're going to have control over to change each month. And something that I really took away from looking at my fixed versus my flexible expenses is that sometimes I have to make sacrifices each month and say, uh, maybe I don't need to buy vlogging you know, equipment this month, but maybe I can buy it next month. Or maybe Valentine's Day is coming up and we really want to go out to eat. We could spend, you know, $50 on this Valentine's yeah, yeah. and then next month save on certain things. So we can kind of move it around and it offers you to be more like flexible with what you're spending your money on. And you kind of have to have more of a flexible um, idea with your spending too and say, I don't necessarily need this pair of shoes this month, but like I can sacrifice a month and then buy them in February. Yeah. It's like, it's like a lifestyle thing. Like again, your fix is there where your flexible is like, I can, I could change here and really save more money instead. And you start to really like look at, I don't need shoes. Mm -hmm. Like, like you would normally just do it. But when you really stop and think most of the time, if you stop and think about it, you probably don't need that or you don't need to go out or yeah. Things and like it, that. it offers you a good amount of leeway too, where you can think about actually paying for those things for a couple of months too, to say if, yeah. if you really need those. I've heard a lot of people add things on like their Amazon, a car, Amazon cart, yep. and then kind of sit with it for a couple of months and see if they come back to it in a couple of months and see like, do I really need that? Yeah, yeah, they'll know. Do I really want that still? Um, so that's like a good way to kind of save in your flexible expenses and to really say, do I actually long-term need this thing or is it like an impulse buy? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Did you want to add anything else? Like the importance of those things or? Um, I don't know. Oh, actually, I'll, I'll say one more thing. And you guys will find when you start budgeting, like there's going to be things that up front you want to cut. So when you want to, let's say I want to cut my rent, I'm going to have to go find a new apartment and I can do that once, but it's not going to happen all the time. The flexible expenses though, that's like almost, it could be a daily, but most times it's a weekly thing. So that's your constant, like I can change this, I can cut that. So that's why again, the fixed expenses, they're nice because once you kind of cut it and do one, you know, once it's kind of just there. It's just forever. I, I messed up. Do one once. Yeah, no, okay. Just fix the end of that sentence so I can... Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll do the full thing again. The cool thing about the fixed expenses... <laughs> the cool thing about the fixed expenses is that once you write them down and you see them and say, okay... The, <laughs> I keep laughing. Just, just do the end because I have okay. too much to cut. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. I don't know. Doing once? <laughs> no, don't. I don't want to... I want to, like, say it again. Just start off you don't it. touch the fixed expenses... <laughs> They're there on autopilot. You don't have to do much with them. So then you can focus on the flexible expenses, which are things that you can control and you can do things with. Just cut the whole thing off. It doesn't matter. Let's go to okay. point three. All right, you're up. All right, write system in place. Excel, Excel template. Along with what I was saying before about documenting, the third thing you really need to take into account is having the right system in place. And this might take you a few tries to figure out what specifically is the right system for you to document. For example, we started out with a couple of different apps. I know they've got... Mints, Every Dollar. Yeah, those are some really cool apps. But for me personally, I'm just the type of person that needs to write everything down and to visually see what's happening. And that might be better for another type of person, but that just wasn't right for me. So that's going to take some flexibility with you kind of playing with them and figuring out what is the best for you. 
Um, no, that's not true. And I agree. I, I'm a digital person. I like apps and softwares and stuff like that. And I did try a couple of them. My thing is just sometimes they're buggy and they you can't like see everything in one shot. That's why, again, we made a spreadsheet because I just wanted to be able to see my expenses, my income, my savings, and just know like kind of where everything is. Yeah, so after we figured out if writing down everything on actual paper and a blank piece of paper, mm-hmm. writing down all the expenses was helpful for us, if downloading apps was helpful for us, we found that an Excel template was just easiest for us and I think will be easiest for you too. Now, this Excel template that we've got will really be helpful for you with an ongoing situation because you can continue to add tabs to it mm. monthly and you can look back at your expenses too. So I think it's a really good opportunity for you to use it and to grow with it. Yeah. You want to like sell the Excel template? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Even though it's free. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then... And guys, remember, stick around to the end of the video because we're going to be going through step-by-step how we use the template and how you can too easily once you download it. All right, sit down weekly, monthly. Okay, cool. I'll do this. Okay, so now you're budgeting. You know, things are going good. We're writing our stuff down in Excel. But what is the point if we're not sitting down and talking about it? So you want to sit down weekly and sit down monthly. This is what I mean by this. So on a weekly basis, you're going to look at your spreadsheet or your budget and say, okay, what did I spend on flexible expenses this week? And you're going to go through. And if you're over budget on things or you're even under budget on things, take account for that and see if you're on track. You always want to be obviously under budget. You want to make sure you're saving extra money or to the point. And I'll do one more thing. If you're over budget, like what Kenny said before, it's okay. You can kind of move things around. Like let's say I might thought, or I might think I'm gonna have a <laughs> stop. I might think I'm gonna have a haircut, and it's twenty five bucks, and then I want to go out, and it's twenty bucks. I'm like, well, but I don't have a haircut this month, so now I have extra money to go to the food. That's okay. So you can move things around, but just mem- you know, you have the same pool of money. You at some point it's gonna run out. And again, this was really helpful for me for us to sit down maybe on a Sunday or Saturday, whatever works best for you together and to look at our account. And what I had mentioned about the past apps or the past, you know, things that we've used Mm -hmm. before was that it just wasn't giving me enough accountability. And I needed to look at where my money was going and also how much I had left so that halfway through the month I sit down and I say, I need to stop going out to yeah. eat or I need to stop, you know, spending so much on groceries. So we're bulking up. I need to stop spending those things because for the rest of the month, we're really going to struggle if I don't stop now. Yeah. So I needed that accountability weekly. And I also need that accountability monthly. If you can go ahead and go through a month on end and you know exactly where your money is going and that's comfortable for you, you can do that. But for me, I needed more of an accountability to sit down and know exactly how much I need to save for the rest of the month. Yeah, and we like the, the spreadsheet too. Like it'll, it might cause fights. Don't get me wrong, guys. Like it's, it's gonna say right there. Like you have negative twenty dollars to spend this month. Cause fights. What? Yeah, it does. No, I, I'm not. This isn't. So two weeks ago, um, me and Kenny were. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were gonna tell it was, a story. So it says, okay, it says we have twenty bucks left. This is like at the end of the month. Um, for like we had two weeks left in the month. There's twenty bucks left in like the budget, and we're like. How? We have 50 bucks left of this and 60 bucks left of that. I was like, yeah, but we have negative 80 of this and negative 80 of that. So you add it up and it's like, it doesn't lie. Like we have 20 bucks left. Like we have to make this work. I'm like, well, 
we're going to be over budget. So again, the spreadsheet just lets you know what the facts are. And then you have to say like, I have to be real with myself. I'm over budget or I didn't save enough this month. I need to do better next month. Yeah. You really have to make sure to continue to add everything on the spreadsheet because you can't hide from it. Like you're only cheating yourself. Exactly. Out of it. Yeah. If you forget something or you don't write something down, you know it. That's fine. But like, you don't really know what's going on. Like, oh, I saved a grand, but then you're kind of like, oh, I only have five hundred bucks. Why? Yeah. Because I didn't write it down. So what is it even? Yeah. I think before I really sat down and started budgeting and using the Excel sheet, I would hide behind my expenses and I would just be like, yeah. I can go to Dunkin' here, I can go to Starbucks here, and all of a sudden, like twenty dollars on the drain. I looked at my bank account and I'm just like. I'm not saving any money. Yeah, what though. happened? Where is it going? And, you know, it's easy to just hide behind it and say, I've got the money. I, I know I've got, you know, $5,000 mm-hmm. in my savings. I can I can spend it right now. Yeah, but then exactly. it just easily, easily trickles down. Exactly. And that leads us into our next point, having separate savings accounts for your financial goals. That was actually that transition I'm going to do. I did that one. Which leads us into our next point, having a separate savings account for your financial goals. Do you want to do that one? I'll, I'll add on to it, but we can just go back okay. and forth. Yeah, yeah. So like Kenny was just saying, again, when you have one account, let's say it's a checking and you have like, let's say 5,000 in it. If you're paying your expenses, if you're saving, if you're even putting stuff in like retirement and investing, from one account, the problem is you don't really know what's going on in that account, and everything in there can be used. So it's like, oh, I want to save ten grand here, but I want to, you know, eat out over here, and you don't really know what that number is because it keeps getting taken away from. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing is, if you have a separate account at the end of the month, you say, okay, we listed all of our expenses. Here's our spreadsheet. You know, we 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 did good. We saved four hundred dollars. I'm gonna take four hundred dollars. I'm gonna move it into an account called savings, and I don't touch that. And now it says $400 and I keep doing that every month. And the beauty of it is, is like, okay, well, I have less money to spend on my stuff like groceries and things. That's okay. We're saving $400. We don't have to worry about it. It's out of sight. And now we can actually see every month, oh, we're like 10 grand in. We we need 10 more grand and maybe we can get a house. Like we know with clarity versus having one account, we don't really know. Mm -hmm. I can add a business thing in there too. Okay. For me, I really, really enjoyed how on the Excel sheet, you're able to take all of that money that you have that's in red and say, this is the amount that I have for the leftovers of each month and actually physically make a payment towards my savings account and send that money over Mm -hmm. so that now I'm always dealing with, let's say, $2,000 to $5,000 that's in my checking account. And if I'm looking at my bank account before I make a decision if, if I should pay for something, I have to say, wait, I'm only around $2,000. I, I know with my fixed yeah. expenses that my bill is due by the end of the month and I'm not going to be able to have any money in my account. So, yeah. And the savings account is just like a non-touchable account. And that makes you accountable for just shoving the money into that account and saying, I can't touch it. It's just, it's there and yeah. it's saving, and which can earn you some interest as well if you kind of keep adding to it. Yeah. And then we'll do one more. Oh, yeah. And then, guys, also, bonus tip. I would keep your checking, the one that you're actually using to pay expenses, like rent and all that stuff, pretty low. I wouldn't keep it, like, at, thir- let's say, 30 grand. You have two grand of expenses because that's how you get lax. Like, oh, I can go to Chick-fil-A. I have plenty of money in my account. I would keep it, like, for example, if my expenses are, like, two grand, I'll have, like, 3,500, maybe four grand in there. That way, at the end of the month, I can say, oh, wow, I only have two grand. And, like, 
you're just kind of constantly keeping it in that window so you're not like thinking, oh, I can do all this stuff. And then you put all your excess money in your savings, like I said. So again, if you have like 30 grand, most of that should be in your savings and just keep your checking really small for those expenses. Yeah. Yeah. You're not looking at the camera. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry. And if your goal of this budgeting is to save for your debt and to pay off your debt, you really want to be able to have a separate account for the right separate account. No, you don't want. To you don't need account. to. You you could just. Well, I would just. I would say the rest of the money left over is just going yeah, to. Yeah, it's not an debt. account. Yeah, yeah, just you just throw it. Yeah. And if you have the okay, sorry. It's <laughs> And if this goal of yours is to budget and to pay off all of your debt or all of your loans as quick as possible, definitely watch our debt video on how to do that because we paid off 80K in four months. So if you want any advice about that, definitely watch our other video and we'll link it here. But if you want to pay off your debt and all your loans quickly, I wouldn't recommend getting another separate savings account at that point until you're really looking to save. All of your money that you're going to take at the end of the month that you're actually saving from your Excel on your Excel sheet mm-hmm. for the month is going to go right towards that debt yeah. or right towards that loan that you're paying off or right towards your mortgage. And you're going to have it accept that you're not really going to save much that month and it's going to go right towards the debt because you want to just get that as quick as possible out so that eventually you'll be able to build up that savings after all the debt and the loans are paid off. Exactly, yeah. Because if you're saving while you're paying debt off, we all know that with debt, you have an interest rate. So the more time you waste with that, the more it's going to be. So you want to just get the debt done and then get your savings done. Dang it, I had an extra thought, but I I forgot it, so I had to stop. All right, hold on. I'll just, I'll just do this so you have it. So you want to get your debt done first, and then once that's completed, you can then start saving. Then I have one more thing. What was I going to say? Debt. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it. Okay. And the one thing is to note when you're doing your budgeting, if you have debt, budget an amount that you can afford for your credit card. Let's say you have debt, right? Credit card and car loan. I might pay 500 bucks on my credit card, 500 bucks on my car. And again, technically, if I do that, I have zero bucks at the end of the month. So that budget for the debt. But if you have any left over, you didn't go out like, you know, 30 bucks and you have an extra 30 bucks, take that and then just chuck it at one of those, like the credit card or the debt. That's, that's what we're trying to say. Whenever you add stuff, you always lose me, so. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Maybe do you want to talk about the KPIs? Yeah, sure. No, actually, we were supposed to say that, like, earlier, so okay. it's, it's kind of gone. That's okay. fine. Um, okay, so we could say. Now we're going to go through. Now we're going to say, so yeah. Download. So, guys, now we're going to go through exactly how to use the Budgeting for Beginners spreadsheet that we have in the description. So, let's get into it. Not that we, I just wanted to do, like, one of those. You can do that, but, like. All right, fine. All right. All right, we'll do mine. All right, so now we're going to get into the budgeting for beginners spreadsheet. It's not going to... Does it look good? All right, fine. Whatever. whatever. All right, fine. So, so now, guys, we're going to get into the budgeting for beginners spreadsheet. Let's get into it. All right, that'll work. That'll work. We'll find something. That's funny. Okay, so we got that. And then that's going to be a screen recording with a mic. So technically, we'll stop both of these now. Mm-hmm. Be a separate video. Stop video. Alrighty guys, budgeting for beginners, free spreadsheet. Let's get right into it. 
Now, I know this can be a little confusing to look at first, but I promise you we will cover all of what you're seeing in front of you by step by step, and you're going to be able to go through it and fully understand it. If you guys still have questions at the end of this video, just make sure to leave us a comment below and we'll reply to answer it. So the first thing I'm going to say is that there's going to be two different colors you see here. There's yellow and then there's gray. So the yellow stuff are numbers you're going to type in, and that's what we're going to cover right now. So first off, over here, oh yeah. So first off, you guys will see that we have this broken up into two people. Person number one over in the left and person number two over on the right. If you're single, you obviously would just delete this half of the spreadsheet. So for each person, what you're gonna do over here is type in what the name is of each expense, and then you're gonna type in how much you pay for that expense. So in this example, rent, cable, gas, we have $500, 50, and 30. You're gonna keep doing that until all of your fixed expenses are covered. So again, these are expenses like your rent, your, like right here, cable, phone, things that don't change that you just pay for every month. And remember that these are things, like you said, that don't change every month. So you're gonna have to just type that in one time and then continue to use the rest of the sheet. You're gonna focus on the bottom monthly, and you focus on this just to start. Those things aren't going to change, so you don't have to focus on them throughout the month. <laughs> we, we do this, we do this weekly, so we told them in the video on that. It's fine. It's okay. Okay. The next thing you're going to do for each person is type in here the projected income in the beginning of month savings. So, you guys are gonna see that this spreadsheet, this is by month, right? So right now we're doing in January. So I'm gonna say, okay, beginning of month savings, January 1st, how much money do I have saved in my savings account? So in this example, let's say I have $2,773. I'm gonna type that in. And then I'm gonna put my projected income. So, okay, let's say for example, I know that I'm making seven grand a month um, as my salary. I'm gonna type in $7,000. That's what I'm going to make this month. So once you do that for both people, then you can start to have fun and look at the numbers above. Actually, no, never mind. Never mind. We have to do the budgets down here. I forgot. Yeah. My mistake. So next, we're going to look at the flexible monthly expenses below. Budget, you mean? No, just like, so um, they control the top one, not the bottom one. So just be, I have to color code it. I messed that up. Give me a second. Just give me one second. We're not going to redo it. Just give me a second. I got to be true to my word. Can I select them like that? It's a pain in the butt for us, but it's going to make it easier for them, which is the point of all this. I care about my viewers. So I'm going to say we're going to look at the flexible monthly budget. Below. Yeah. So they're going to type in what their budget is for each of these things. That's mm -hmm. why I'll, I'll keep them yellow. And then once they set that, it's fine. I'm sorry, babe. I'm not, I, I can't just say stuff and not do it. 
And the, the worst part is that this has to be different now too. I know it's a pain. It's a pain in the butt. I know. Go on your phone if you need to. Wow, guys, this is great. Oh my goodness. Do not even. Still, any of that yellow can't be used anywhere else but where you type. All right, cool. Yes, yeah, so you're gonna say, you're gonna type in what you think your monthly budget Wait, should be. For you changed these though. Okay, these are different. It's okay, they're different. There's colors. I know, but. We can make. I'd be confused. Before we give it to them, We'll change the colors and make it beautiful. Right now, I just need them to see how to use it. So okay. that's all we need. Okay. So next, guys, we're going to go over our monthly budget for... Flexible expenses. For flexible expenses. Like we said before, anything in yellow will be changed by you. So in this example... Oh, you know, sorry. This is this is the whole. This is when I'm saying YouTube. So if you do fifty percent, they're not gonna be able to see it. Okay. So we had to do it seventy-five. All right. <clears throat> so for the flexible expenses, you guys are gonna notice on the left here we have the dates. So all you have to do is just type in here, and let's say I do January sixth, and all the dates are gonna change down here. So when let's say it's February, I'll do this February second. You can see that it says February second down here. So all you gotta do is just change it on this first one here. Let's go back here. So this is the week of, so again, the week of January 5th, the week of January 12th, and then this is what we actually did and how much we spent. So you'll see that these are the categories for each of these. We have grocery, restaurant food, coffee, gas station. These are the flexible things that we can control every month. So I'll give you guys an example. Now, we've set our monthly budget in this example for $100. So I'm okay with spending 100 bucks for myself a month on groceries. That means I can spend 25 bucks per week. So if I go over here, and I say, let's say stop and shop, and then the amount spent was $25. This is how much I have left. So I have 100 bucks to spend per month, but I've already spent $25, so now I have 75 left for the month. Let's say I keep going and now I spend $450 on the next week. Well, now I'm in the negative and I, I have to make up 375. I've lost all that money and I'm way, way over budget. I didn't, there's something I did I missed though. I'll just say this real quick, and then we can go back to the top. I'm not saying that. Yeah, okay, then you say it. Um, just say, so go through, fill each of these out, and so you have that done. And then what you're gonna do is every week on that day, just write it down, document it. Okay. And look at that number. 
So now what you guys want to do is every time that you go to the grocery store for the week of 1-5, you write in the amount that you spent and that will reflect in these numbers. And then you would just want to evaluate and reflect on everything that you've spent, everything that you've already spent and just evaluate how much you're spending. And that will change every single time you go to the grocery store or every single time you get coffee for each of these categories. Exactly. And it's also good to do this part, like we said in the video, on a weekly basis because it's pretty simple. All you have to do, you put a couple things you spent on that week, look at the number and say, hey, you know what? I have 75 left. We can only spend 25 bucks a day at the grocery store. So that's our budget. And then you can now go into the grocery store knowing that ahead of time. Sorry, go ahead. And then um, at the end of the month, we want to say. Yeah, that's like the budget left. So we can talk about that. Yeah. Do you, do you want to go through the gray then? Uh, yeah, sure. Or I can start. You start. You do the expenses. Okay. And then I'll do the budget left and all that. Do you, what, what do you want me to say about it? Like, I'll do it. You can do the budget. Oh, I want to say it. What do you want to do? Like we're, doing, we're going through gray. Yeah. So just say what you want to say. There's not much to say. It's self-explanatory. Okay, I can, tell, I can tell you what to say if you want. Yes. Okay. The fixed expenses are what you have on the left. The flexible is the total of what you have at the bottom. And the total is those two combined. Okay. So, guys, remember that whatever is in gray, you do not need to change. Just in yellow. Now, I just wanted to go through what these things are so that you have the knowledge of what you are looking at. So, on the left, we've got the fixed expenses, which would be all of this on the left. The next one is flex expenses. So that would be all of the expenses that are reflected down here. The total expenses would just be the two combined. So these numbers are going to be on paper, again, your total expenses. Now, the cool thing about this sheet is that you're going to set a budget. Let's say, for example, if I have 100 bucks for my grocery. Now, if I spend zero dollars the rest of the month that means i have 75 bucks left so i want to make sure i know how much i had left over so that is what this is for flexible budget left so in this case if i went through and it's been now it's january 26th the month's over i look at this number that means i have an extra 880 dollars left that i didn't spend so this is the number that we'll look at down here and that was confusing but hold on It is so, it's so hard. Like, I, I know what it is, but it's so hard to, like, tell people about it. What? Where what do I use that? it? I use it here. Actual savings. Estimated savings plus the flexible budget. So I'll say this. Let me just repeat that. So, guys, this number is basically what you have left over. So sometimes you're going to go through, let's say, if I go grocery shopping, I spend 25 bucks that month, but I have 100 on my budget, so I have 75 left over. So what this number does is it adds up all the extra that you have for the whole month. Now, if you have, if you don't have that, let's say I spend 34 grand on groceries, you see I have negative 33 grand left. So basically it's just gonna tell you how are you doing and how much do you have left? And we want this number at the best to be zero because that means that our budgets were perfect and we spent everything up to that T. So guys, remember this number because we're gonna need it for, ah, oh, dang it. It's going to be a great video. It's going to be an amazing video, but we have to get the Kings out. 
Please don't start again. Just. I know. Don't even say that. Just go to the next one. I know. I understand. I'm, but I have. We're using this in here, so I have to talk about it. The next thing we're going to talk about is the estimated savings. You can, if you want to cover this one. So this is your total expenses, or your your projected your income minus your total expenses. So that's what that's what you're supposed to be saving every month. Just say it. I don't want you to feel like you're not. I'm not, in the video. but I don't understand it, which no one else is going to understand either. There's way too much here. So just say it, quick. So guys, the next thing we're going to go over is the estimated savings. So this is just basically your projected income minus your total expenses. So again, if I make seven grand a month, but I have to spend 1695 bucks on stuff, that means I have 5,300 left over to save every month. So this is the number we're going to use for our savings. Actual savings. Can we just say this one too? Yeah, right. So you guys remember the flexible budget left that we talked about up here, what's left over? So now if I have my estimated savings, it's normally gonna be 5,300 bucks, but if I have 880 left over, that means I wanna add that to my savings. So my actual savings for that month is now higher. If I, again, if I play with these numbers, 125 bucks, I have 755 bucks still left over now. So again, I'm going to definitely save 5,300, but I can now add that 755 onto it. So now I have even more savings and my actual savings for that month is $6,000. So my savings number plus my, okay. And then in a similar way guys, finally, I know this gets confusing, but this is going to be our estimated end of month savings. So again, at the end of this month, I'm going to have eight thousand seventy-eight dollars in. It's it's noisy when you walked away. I thought. I want to do this with you, babe. I don't want to like just do it alone. Confusing. We promise them a spreadsheet. Extra stuff that they don't need to to be explained. Just quickly it's what explain we, it. It's what we use. What do you want to give them? Something we don't use? We're being real. I worked really hard on the spreadsheet. It shows you a it, bunch babe. of stuff. I get it. Fine. Just quickly explain it. You don't need to give examples. Just say exactly what it is, and that's it. This number is, I can't, I can't do it. I'm just so annoyed right now. And finally, guys, this is going to be your estimated end of month savings and your actual. So the estimated, this is what's going to be in your savings account at the end of this month if you do your budget. And then this is the actual. So what really happened? So the actual is going to be what really happened. Ugh. This is what really is in your bank account at the end of the month after you budgeted. This thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, combined savings and then combined annual savings. Yeah. Between the two people. And finally, guys, between the... Oh, you, you, do it. you can do it. I'm sorry. I was doing everything before. That was the precedent, so... And then this right here is the combined savings between person one and person two, and the combined annual savings between person one and two. Thanks for watching the video, guys. Let us know if you have any questions in the comments, and we'll see you in the next video.